Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to another episode of the Beer Ladies Podcast. I'm Lisa. I'm your host today, and we're very, very excited to have you back with us as we're in spooky season. So this is, I think, our favorite time of the year as as a podcast. You know, if anyone who listened to our season one, you know, we love this stuff. We get very excited about it. So today we're going to bring you some stories of haunted pubs, you know, haunted breweries, ghosts and old inns, all, all that good stuff that we get very, very excited about. But before we dive in, we want to do the usual, please like, please subscribe, please rate, review, share. We're on all of your favorite podcast apps. We are at Beer Ladies Podcast or at Beer Ladies Pod on all of the socials, depending on where you are. We tend to be most active on Instagram and on Twitter. So at Beer Ladies Pod or at Beer Ladies Podcast again. And we really, really appreciate you guys doing a like, subscribe, share. It really does help us. So thank you for continuing to listen. So I am joined today by Bean, Carolyn, and Christina. So say hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Yay. How's it going? It's going. It, it's it's feeling autumnal, right? Like we're mm. beginning to beginning to get a little cooler at night. And it's uh, you know, we actually earlier today had a soccer ball launch itself uh, off of a shelf into the middle of the floor, which was quite exciting. No, it was entirely spontaneous. And so maybe that's a a good sign of a uh, sign of good things to come rather for tonight's podcast. So with that said, we'll do a what you drinking. So Bean, let's start with you. Ooh, okay. I've got, I've got Immoral Support Citra IPA from, um, well, it's yellow <laughs> belly, but on the can they've crossed it out and put blue belly and I'm not really quite sure why. Maybe you guys know there's like a pop culture art thing going on but uh, look I don't really know um <laughs> immoral support is nine percent it's Ooh. a it's got some pilsner malt it's got some munich malt it's got some wheat um and hops are huel melon and citra Very and nice. it's it's quite it's got a wild wild uh tang to it but it's very uh it's got lots of sweetness lots of hoppy little little tiny bit bitter and it's Interesting. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, I haven't tried that this. one from them, but very nice. Uh, Carolyn, how about yourself? Um, I'm drinking St. Elmo's. It's a brewery down in Austin. Um, I'm drinking their Carl's Kolsch today. 
Um, it's very good and light. I don't have any information on it because I went to the brewery and got a can. <laughs> it also looks like for, for those who are just listening, it also looks like such an artistic can. There's no information on it, which is, I think. A, well, a thing, because but... they canned it at the brewery for me. Oh, they did. So it's like a crawler. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a crawler. Okay. He's like, do you want a six pack? I'm like, no, just give me a crawler. Oh, that's a fancy yeah. crawler, though. Yeah, Again, it's yeah. black. It's just got really, you know, nice lettering, kind of gold on it. So very, yeah. uh, very sleek for a crawler. Well, well done for so. them. Fantastic. Very good. It's very light. Mm. It's okay. Crisp. You can tie it into St. Elmo's fire is, you know, a very phenomenon. So perfect. You know, you did it. Perfect. Good for you. And I Christina. did it unintentionally. <laughs> <laughs> All, that still works. But Christina, how about you? What have you got? Well, I was in Claire for the past week on a staycation, if you will. So I figured I would <laughs> um, represent the brewery. So uh, one of the, well, the, the brewery really <laughs> out there. So Western Herd Brewing Company um, out in County Clare, um, which we also visited recently. Um, so thank, uh, thank you again so much. Um, but that was a beer, Ladies Craft Beer Society of Ireland trip. So not to be confused with the podcast. Um, yes, but the Zen a- diagram is not a complete circle. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a really fun trip anyway. So um, I'm drinking their Blue Jumper IPA, um, which, you know, it's a lovely IPA. It, it's a West Coast IPA, as they say, and it, it does what it says on the tin. When I was on their holiday, I had their Session IPA, which was more mm. of a New England style. And I really enjoyed that one. That was really good. So this one is lovely, too. Um, so, yeah, that that's unfortunately not spooky season themed. Uh, but no worries. I guess I could make a stretch because there's lots of castles and, of course, haunted things out there. So, yes. Yes. By exactly. <laughs> it all counts. And I've got the Trouble Brewing Dark Arts Porter. So just always a wonderful go-to, 4.4%, lovely and dark, and it's got all that roastiness, but still, you know, quite light, uh, you know, not going to knock you over the head. It is really, really nice to have just either on its own like this or, uh, again, sort of a good uh, school night beer. And I-, I love a porter anyway, any time of year, but it's nice to have something that's got a little bit of a theme there so always always pleased to have that one so wonderful so with that we'll dive in we've got some stories to tell we've got some questions to ask so I think we'll uh, we'll kind of go around the horn but I think Christina why don't we start again with you again you, you were just in Claire so maybe you've got some stories there I've got a mix of stories from all over but what you got I actually don't have anything from Claire but this uh wait for for the for next part two and i'm i will bring my ireland stories then i actually have stories of haunted breweries um some really interesting ones um so so we'll start with uh moon river brewing company um in savannah georgia and so my sources for this are porchdrinking.com and nightlyspirits.com which are really really fascinating websites Mm. um that had some really interesting stuff about spooky and haunted things so I um, highly recommend giving those 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 websites a peruse, and of course they'll be in the show notes. Um, so anyway, Moon River Brewing Company. So the building was built in the 1800s. I guess it was around 1821, um, and it was originally a hotel. So it was built as a hotel, and it was a hotel for like rich and fancy people to come <laughs> and and spend some time in in Savannah. Um, and then the hotel closed, and it looks looks like I have written in 1864 um but then it was a hospital a hospital for years and years and years um and it was a hospital for uh 
for victims of yellow fever. And unfortunately, you know, being the time frame it was in, a lot of people died. And unfortunately, a lot of children died um, within the within the grounds and within the hospital. And so it said that the the ghosts of these, of course, really, really sadly deceased children, um, probably and adults, adults as well, um, haunt what is now the brewery. Um, to the point where ghost hunters and ghost adventurers have both come to like film and at the brewery, it's meant to be one of the most, um, I think one of the websites called it one of the most haunted places in the United States. It's really, really meant to be this very spooky place. Um, and I guess the famous ghosts there are Toby, who haunts the basement, apparently. And, and when I was researching this, I found that sort of common. A lot of the place the breweries talk about places being or where is haunted at the brewery. It's commonly the basement, um, which I have thoughts on as to whether it's just we're all kind of terrified of basements. And so that's where we think it's, it's, it's haunted. Um, or if or if basements are just somehow more susceptible to hauntings, right? It's one of the, it's really interesting. Um, and then apparently there's also a lady in white there, which is of course a a, a famous sort of spooky trope, the the hauntings of the lady in white. Um, and she pushes people down the stairs. Oh, so, so not not rude. a mm. not quite a not quite a a benevolent spirit there. Um, but yeah, just I have lots of questions. <laughs> Yeah, that's, and that's so interesting about, you know, exactly the, the basement, because I feel like anyone who has a ridiculous paranormal library like I do will have all of these things that go to like stone tape theory, and you're closer to the water table, and maybe the the, the stones and the water together are, uh, you know, recording uh, emotions or, you know, whatever going on there. But it also reminds me a little bit of um, the Lemp Brewery and Mansion in, in St. Louis, which has both a sort of really fascinating, interesting haunting thing. And then they also do a kind of tacky haunted house type thing. And I, I, I want both of those things to live happily in my brain, but they don't for, for one reason or another. But, uh, but it, it, I won't go too far into it because it has a very, very long history and really depressing history of the Lamp family where so many of them committed suicide and um, you know all of their ghosts are meant to haunt the, uh, the, the Lamp house, the mansion. But there is a whole underground element to this too, because the caves underneath, which is why the German lager breweries, brewers eventually originally went to St. Louis was because they could lager their beer there in the cave, you know, literally, but they would actually walk, um, the Lemp family would walk uh, from to work, you know, from the house to the brewery through the caves underneath, mostly so they didn't have to talk to other people, which again, you know, we've been in a pandemic, respect, you know, if you're like, don't want to see people and I can get to work without that. Fantastic. So, so fair play to them, but the caves too are supposed to be haunted in addition to, of course, that the house, we don't really know if the brewery itself is haunted because it's been essentially closed since prohibition. And, you know, so who knows, there could be tons of ghosts. They're living it up, having a great party, a little bit of a collapsed in fact, uh, last year because no one has done anything to it so hopefully someone will eventually go in and do something with this huge plant I mean there's something like 27 buildings in the whole thing but it's it's a fascinating story to look up and uh many many different versions of the story but same thing they've had like your, your most haunteds and all of those things turn up but I think the the story underneath is a lot more interesting where it gets into that whole history of German brewing German American brewing but also they have a cave and it's haunted. Like, how cool is that? So lots of things going on there. So I sidetracked us there for a minute, but, you know, caves underground. I, I got excited about that. So 
with that, well, we'll do another segue. So Carolyn, how about you? You've got some, I think, fun Texas stories. Yeah, I have a few actually looking at this. These are very interesting. Um, I'm going to start with the Moonshine Patio Cafe and Grill. That building has been there since the 1900s. It was, there's a river that runs right behind it. So it flooded. Mm. And so, which caused numerous drownings. Um, so they suspect that the ghosts the people who died there never left and so they took residence at this uh cafe and grill and so they so they have there have been people who have been tapped on their shoulders licking on their necks is common (laughs) (laughs) this is just what it says and multiple (laughs) sources say this so i'm just gonna go with it um and there's also been mirrors falling and waddles of bottles of wine flying across the room so it's very interesting that tragically it happened but there's some interesting paranormal activity there and I'm sure there's more that people have not talked about absolutely do do any of the uh, beer names have any uh, nods to the uh, I don't think so because it's not it's just like a it's just like a restaurant so Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have any have any beers or any drinks named after them i haven't been there in a while so i'll have to go and check it out yeah that sounds fascinating wonderful and bean how about you i know you've got all kinds of interesting stories you're uh you're hoarding away for us i only have one story my story is that i went to york one time i love york it's a beautiful place yeah and actually my mom wanted to go on a ghost walk you know and so we did do kind of a pub crawl and I mainly forget, so I had to resort to the New York Press and TripAdvisor <laughs> and things like that to remember what, it was really entertaining. And if anybody ever gets there, I actually really recommend going around with troops of actors who will tell you the stories much better than I will. But um, yeah, you can go to the Shambles and the Shambles is like this, um, it's kind of the part where like, in the olden days, they had kind of this weird zoning where they had like a particular footprint and a, a particular amount of like, you know, carts and things in the streets and, mm-hmm. and a width for this and a width for, for that. And the houses were built larger than their footprint on the street, if that makes sense. So they're sort of hanging over and there's those Elizabethan looking like almost think of the globe, like the way that the timbers would be uh visible in the and the oh what you know the way that the way that those houses look it looks really yeah, they're cool almost nodding to one another yeah yeah and so one of those um uh, buildings like you can go and see this haunted pub called the golden fleece which appeals oh. to me because i always like yeah. the greek you know lads but it it's a nice place to have a have a pint and then behind it you can you you can see Lady Pickett's yard and Lady Pickett is meant to, you know, haunt it with the one-eyed Jack. <laughs> is. And then you can go down a little further, go see the Black Swan. There's another little boy called Jack there and a jilted bride. And, you know, then you can go to the windmill and a, a person who looks after horses, an ostler, uh, is hanging out haunting down there and some little girl who got run over by a cart oh no anyway things went down things went down in york 
Yeah, so, I, I think I've done that ghost tour. Um, and I, I remember there was a part, um, my, my son would have been about seven or eight at that time. So he was having the time of his life and he still smiled at people and you know, all the all the things that children do before they turn into teenagers. But so I, I think he got to, you know, um, pretend to chop someone's head off with an ax at one point on that tour. Mm-hmm. So it was it was the full yeah. package. Yeah. I, there, there may or may not have been a, a place where you can, uh, you know, put your head in your hands through the... right. Thing. what's it called <laughs> the into the thing. Stocks. Yeah. Um, yeah and it's lovely going into the minster into york minster and reading all the the different uh, people who have a little bit of a an inscription there along the walls some of them are actually really funny like the things that they valued and the things that they put about their dearly departed on the walls of the minster so anyway it's good good time so that's my my trip to york yeah, well, and there's there's a there's a good haunted beer tie-in too because uh, right near the Minster is the House of Trembling Madness, which is a wonderful wonderful pub. I want to say it is um, it's upstairs, and they have a great beer shop at the bottom. But the pub uh, is is kind of above. It's all really good local beer. They do also get like you know the, the some of the ridiculously expensive beers from from other places. Um, I want to say this was back when they they had the the very, very expensive Brewdog one. This would have been about 2010, maybe. There, or No, actually, it must have been, must have been 2012, because I think I was there the same time the Olympics were happening in London. And uh, I can remember, um, you know, seeing that it was it was something like, you know, 50 pounds to, to drink, like, you know, a pint of this. And I'm like, no, no, thank you. But, but it's a gorgeous, you know, sort of timbered hall and um, properly medieval feeling. They're wonderful people. And they have a haunted apartment that you can uh, rent out as a, as a sort of uh, holiday let. So something to, to file away and think about. Um, and it has a beautiful view of York Minster, just uh, a great place. So you get good beer and you get ghosts. And I want to say the Golden Fleece uh, pub is haunted by someone of note, If but I'm, I'm forgetting who it was. Perhaps somebody associated with the gunpowder plot. Is, is it just Lady that. Pickett herself who owned the, it the may place? Be. Or, Maybe. or it, I mean, look, there's probably lots of room. <laughs> <laughs> Good ghost community there in York. Absolutely, absolutely. It's very like Disney's Haunted Mansion. You know, there's there's always room for one more. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I am I'm wearing a, a Haunted Mansion uh, shirt today. Aww. So all uh, all all good. But it's it, it's very interesting because I think that is that's what I find when I was looking around uh, Dublin ghost stories. We'll touch touch on those briefly. I think we're going to come back to them. But I think um, some of the ones that sound a little mm, are the ones where it's like, and it's this famous person who haunts our pub. And you're like, is it though? Like, it's a little too convenient. You know, I, I would rather hear something a bit, um, almost sort of a bit generic of, you know, we, we hear dragging sounds or we hear, you know, doorknobs going or, or whatever, rather than, um, I, I want to say, and again, we can get into this another time, but I, I want to say the brazen head is like, and we have Robert Emmett or someone, you know, notable where you're like, Hmm, it's a little too convenient, but... Uh, I mean, if you're going to go for it, go for it. That's a good point, too. That's a good point, because too. Because who's going to say... Uh, I mean, Robert Emmett, Tuesdays and Thursdays, <laughs> July and August. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Ooh. Many lulls. So what, <laughs> Many what's, lulls. Uh, What's going on these days in Dublin in terms of haunted pubs? Where's where's close to home? 
It's a really good question. And again, I, I wasn't finding a ton when I was looking around. I got some more stories than I got the last time I asked, but I think we got a lot of the usual suspects. I think we know the grave diggers and that's something we definitely want to spend more time on another time. Cause that's, that's got a good, like proper ghost story, Tweety old man, you know, yes, that's all, that's good stuff. But then I think the other ones sound a little bit too, or many of them, I don't want to say all of them, but many of them sound a little bit too contrived for, for my liking. I, I think it's um, a little bit too um, sort of from central casting. If you're like, I don't know, Christina, you look like you have an opinion here. Mm, and I kind of, I kind of want to just have a, a quick, like, what do you guys, yeah, look for in a good ghost story? Like, what's the draw? What's the excitement? Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. I always like it when somebody's like killed by like someone. I don't know, because then it's like, well, they like coming back to avenge, like they got murdered. Like, what did they do? Or did they do nothing? Like, were mm. they just a victim of somebody being drunk or somebody being crazy? I don't know. I feel like those are the most interesting. Those are like, insane. there's, I was reading one about the tavern here, and it's actually, it was a brothel, and this girl, Emily, they call her Emily. She died and they found, they think they found her shoes in the wall when they were re, re, oh. um, doing the place. And they actually, um, so she like pulls pranks on patrons, but supposedly she likes redheads because that was the <laughs> drunken man who killed her was a redhead. That's what they suspect. <laughs> so like stuff like that. I'm like, well, that's kind of interesting. How did you know uh. that he was a redhead? Like, do we have information on this or do you just think that? <laughs> right. That's interesting. Hmm. I don't, for me, I, I like the ones that, that seem a, a little bit um, almost mundane, if you like, where, you know, they're, they're, you know, saying, oh, go and serve the customer at the end of the bar. And someone says, but there is no customer at the end of the bar. And someone's like, but I've been chatting to them for, you know, I, I yeah. like those that have a little... A little bit like, oh, uh, I, I always like it when, uh, or if someone's just slightly out of, out of place. Uh, I think those are always, always mm. ones that I enjoy. Where, where again, they seem pleasant enough, and maybe people have chatted with them, or maybe they don't interact. But it just uh, something's a little bit off. There's a little bit of an air of, air of mystery. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you, Lisa. I like. I kind of like the stories where you think you're talking to someone who works there, and then everyone's like, "Oh, you know, he never, or he, you know, he never worked here, or she worked here 300 years ago, or something, some kind of story like that." Um, yeah, because I don't, I don't really subscribe to the idea that ghosts hurt people. Um, so I, I like those kind of just like just like some shenanigans kind of story. It's just yeah. like you know they move stuff around and they they just kind of mess with you a wee bit. Um, those are kind of the stories that I, that I really like. And also like to some degree, I'd imagine most pubs are haunted like in Ireland because a lot of them, I mean, if they've been there for like, I mean, if we're talking about Temple Bar, that's like the original place where Dublin was made, like founded by the Vikings. So, I mean, thousands of years old. So obviously there's some ghosts floating around and well, they might not be like the pub's ghosts. They just yeah. might happen to be like, I died on the street a thousand years ago. And hey, I'm just going to pop in here and mess around with people for, you know, because I'm a bit bored. And then I'm just going to wander down the street a bit, you know, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, now that would be fun if we had some some Viking ghosts, you know, walking at like the original street level. That would be fun. And just, you know, where maybe they're mm. you only see them from the knees up or something like that. They're <laughs> yeah. Still, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, because you, you get that in cool, New York. Actually. You get that in New York, where you had uh, you have Romans uh, who are marching again through a cellar, and you you know the the sighting the the famous one is they're only seen from you know the knees up yeah. because the original uh, ground was was so much lower. And I'm like, I like that as a detail. It's it's just nice. You know, it makes the story just have a little you know frisson. It's good. And and that makes sense for like that why basements would be more haunted in 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 places like Ireland or but why are basements more haunted in the US is is my question then because we don't have necessarily the same ground level Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner 3 days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST terrifying in the u.s i mean that's different <laughs> yeah oh yeah i mean I, I have a long ingrained fear of basements but that that's down to that urban legend of oh, did you guys grow up you know with the urban legend um where you're babysitting the kids and then all oh. of a sudden you hear the washing machine go on in the basement and she doesn't go down to look because she's just thinks it's weird so she gets the kids and gets out of the house and calls the cops and then the cops find the guy that's downstairs with the rope and the knife and gonna kill her so i have had a long-standing fear oh, yeah. of basements <laughs> absolutely yeah oh and then that said there's so many urban legends tied into with basements and just yeah and it, they're, they're creepy they always have an atmosphere or they're they're semi-finished or they're finished in like the 1970s which is creepy in its own way where you're like mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh. Where where the decor was terrible, shag carpet, <laughs> shag carpet, the brown paneling. Oh, the brown I can see paneling. where that would inspire Ugh. chills. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my my parents had a barn in the basement with all that, you know, the 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 fake wood paneling and like the yellow formica countertop for mm-hmm. it, and it was just oh, that made you feel good. Yeah, <laughs> it was just oh. nice. 
Yeah, yeah, terrifying stuff. I don't know, it's, it's an interesting story. Although I've, I've got another one, which, which is less about the basement and more about the upper floor. So I had to go back and check my Montgomery County ghost story. So this is all Pennsylvania. And uh, this, is, this is a one too that is sort of very beer specific because th- this poor pub. So when, when this book was written in, the, I think the late 90s or early 2000s, it was still... General Lafayette, and it was the General Lafayette when I first knew it, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about some of the shenanigans we got up to there, but then it got changed its name to the Baron Hill Tavern, which made sense because the Battle of Baron Hill, one of the sort of, well, if you're from Pennsylvania, it's a very important battle in the American Revolution, but if you're from anywhere else, no one has any idea what you're mm-hmm. talking about, but again, very important if if you were local, but it, it was actually a very you know, sort of historically interesting battle. And, the, you know, it did happen on sort of on the grounds of the pub and, and in the in the sort of neighboring environment. And uh, Lafayette was there. So it's a whole thing. And um, but also very interesting in that the um, the, the um, American troops also had a big contingent of Native American fighters with them. And they kind of just let them all get slaughtered for lulls. So there's there's bad vibes all around the area. Um, you know, these people had volunteered to help at least, you know, fight this particular group of, uh, of uh, British soldiers, but it didn't work out, although the British did not capture Lafayette, which is what they wanted to do at the battle. But again, you've got, you know, an existing building. It was actually built in 1728, uh, I think, originally, uh, as the Three Tons, so very kind of old school pub name. I'm oh, sorry, 1752 is, um, is, what, is what the building still dates to, but, you know, did it have the battle there and has been on and off a, a tavern of some kind effectively since then but uh it, it's closed like five times just in the time I knew it which says something about maybe the site is kind of cursed but uh mm. in the 90s they reopened as um the General Lafayette Inn and Brewery so they had one of the I, I would say relatively early you know micro breweries in 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 America sort of um you know, after that sort of first set of them had, that had sort of kicked off and gone away, this one was up and running. It was really, really nice beer. The food was not great um, initially, but it was it was about the beer. And you were in this beautiful building that they had restored, um, just just you know, really, really well done. Um, you know, had all these different sort of snugs and different nooks and crannies. And every year they would have this phenomenal strong beer fest called Winterfest. So we went, gosh, I want to say like four or five times before then. The pub closed again, and then it changed its name to the Baron Hill Tavern, and then that closed, and then it was just the hill, and now it's something else again. I don't know if they've gone back to being the Baron Hill Tavern or the Three Tons or the General Lafayette, but each time they've been brewing their own beer, it's really good beer, so hopefully they will uh, they will come back. But the ghosts they have, there is a little girl who just appears, you know, in a nightdress, that kind of thing. But the other one they have is someone who comes in and bothers people when they're doing paperwork. So that's how you know it's a like legit, you know. <laughs> legit thing and he'll wait till like when people are you know closing down so like three in the morning we'll come and start rattling doorknobs and it's one of the original doorknobs in the building so that's kind of one of the interesting sort of things about just the you know the fabric of the building is still kind of um Mm. there and there is something that does come into i think it's the ladies toilets which again obviously would not have been the ladies toilets in the 18th century or 19th century but you know there's meant to be a, a presence in there uh, I did once run into someone during a winter fest where a, a woman who I knew was kind of convinced that someone had grabbed her, but it turned out that was just a guy who had grabbed her at 
part of the festival and not in fact a ghost and we were like uh, bummer mm. but all was fine guy apologized he actually hadn't meant to hadn't meant to be a creep but all fine we, we sorted it all out but you know it was the kind of place where there's an atmosphere you know things happen shenanigans both both good and bad but uh fascinating fascinating building and hopefully it will be resurrected again because it's a beautiful building and they make great beer so fingers crossed but again i love the idea of a ghost who's like oh you're trying to get work done uh-uh not not on my watch and it's just like rattling the doorknob and shaking things locking people in you know all of that kind of uh you know, again, when you're just like, I just have admin to do. Come on. So that's, that's what I like. That actually makes me want to ask a question. Do you guys ever walk into like a building or a pub or whatever and just get like bad vibes and you're just like, nope, nope. Don't want to be here. This is creepy. I don't like it. I'm leaving. Have you ever, or, you know, sometimes you can't leave because whatever social obligations, but have you ever walked into a place and just thought, no, mm-mm, no. I've had it in one place really specifically at the Foundling Museum in London, walked in and was like, nope, we're, we're done. And just back, back out. Cause yes, just the atmosphere, the knowing the history of the place. I mean, and it, again, of course your brain is primed for that kind of thing, but yep, this bad vibes. And was like, nope, we're done here. We're, we're good. But I've, I've not had it in, let's say I have had it in a pub just where it felt like it was, I don't want to say unsafe, but it did feel like there was some kind of like, Mm, but I think that was to do with the crowd than anything in the building just something where you're like "Eh," you know your spidey sense is saying maybe don't go here alone or I don't know or this crowd seems riled up or or that kind of thing I don't know how about you Carolyn you look like you've got opinions I I don't know I don't know if it's just because if I know a history battle place and I know it's old it's like my own brain but like I don't like going to the bathroom in those places by myself Mm, because I'm like what I like anytime in an old old pub old place I'm like somebody has to go with me like because I don't know I just freak myself out and I don't know if it's me freaking myself out or if it's just me getting an uneasy feeling because sometimes those bathrooms are in like dark hallways and I'm just like I feel like something's gonna get me and I don't want to be the only one because nobody will believe me like I don't know maybe it's all in my head because I know history about a few places or maybe it's actually something. So I don't know. It could be both. It could be both. Absolutely. How about you? I'm no use to you. (laughs) I'm no use to you because I I'm always, I've always been a go to the bathroom alone girl. (laughs) And I like to admire the the ambiance on the way. (laughs) There's um, not to my knowledge, any sort of haunting, but I've, I've been in like the Victorian bank pub in Dublin, which has got the old safes down by the ladies loo and it's charming and I love it. The only time I don't go places if I get, you know, vibes off the, the living scene. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not too fussed about the, the, um, beyond, beyond the void. (laughs) But you know, yeah, it's the living you have to watch out for. But I'm here for the stories, though. So I, 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 I just like I don't know. Sometimes I get really bad vibes of places, and it, and um, so I love Edinburgh. I love visiting Edinburgh. Yeah. I like going to Edinburgh. But oh my gosh, on the Royal Mile, like around, um, where the okay. toll booth was, 
really creepy, like really bad vibes there. Um, and up to the castle as well. Like just, I love going there. I love visiting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also one of the most haunted places on earth. So, yeah. but the, but I definitely get really spooky vibes there. Just like, get out, leave. I'm like, okay, I will. Thank you. Um, no, but I keep visiting because I just, it's a great city and I love it. But sometimes I just, I'm just standing there and just waves of just this is just but then again you know uh setting for you know the the execution of however many you know supposed witches and the toll booth was a place of again execution of so many people so it's pretty pretty sad pretty horrific history but then again we have that in dublin and i don't get those vibes here so i Hmm. yeah Oh, that yeah, that's a really interesting point. Yeah, same. Yeah, and again, maybe it's to do with the geology or you know, something else that's like, you know, sending out the vibes. I don't know. Yeah, because I've I've actually heard quite a few people say that, and because I thought it was just a me thing, and I think I was listening mm-hmm. to a podcast, a couple podcasts, who have actually said actually the same thing that something in Edinburgh around that area just sends out just really like spooky bad vibes so I was like oh it's not just me okay fantastic (laughs) now they also tell you a version of that if you do the ghost tour in Victoria in British Columbia which is wonderful highly highly recommended again it's a gorgeous little city and um it is a phenomenal ghost tour I I think one or two of the pubs are meant to have a ghost but it's a very kind of non-specific ghost but they will say it is to do with the the specific geology of uh that part of Vancouver Island that you know it's um it sort of you know, absorbs all the, the vibes. And so, um, and then they will say, and this is why it's the most haunted city in North America. And I'm like, I'll take it. It's beautiful. It's all, it's all good. And it's got a fascinating, fascinating history that goes back, you know, thousands of years. If, if um, you, you know, you look to uh, like all of the amazing, like First Nations stories too, and they, they have just amazing, you know, legends of, you know, the, the, some of the like rock formations and just, you know, the, the natural harbor but it's uh, it's got good ghost stories all all over uh, it, you know for such a tiny town it's got it's got it all going on it's uh, highly recommended yeah so that on that note if anyone is listening and you want to uh, tag us on Twitter any places that you've been that you've just had really like spooky vibes or bad vibes or just been like okay I need to leave it's there's something <laughs> in here that it's just no and um, Please also tell me if you think uh, Edinburgh is is a lovely, lovely place, which it is, but does not have any of those creepy vibes and it's all in my head. So please feel free to tell me that too. Um. It could be the architecture um, as well. Like sometimes I feel that there's good places for somebody to hide with Mm. like a good crossbow or some arrows or some flaming, I don't know, (laughs) old fashioned medieval things to hurl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe in a past life I was, uh, I was, uh, something bad happened to me in Edinburgh and I just don't like it. Could be. Look it. <laughs> could be, could be. But yeah, that's an interesting idea too. There's just lots of, you know, like you said, the architecture there does lend itself to kind of shadows and, mm. you know, darkness, I think to a certain extent, uh, in a very cool way. I, I same, I, I, I love it. I've, I've not been back for years and years, but it's, uh, it's a great city and so much to do, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's a funny thing, though, because I, I don't get, yeah, like bad vibes from anywhere in Dublin unless, you know, there's like tourists, you know, mm-hmm. coming out from somewhere and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a different thing. And 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 uh, just I've seen that more recently, like they're coming back and I'm kind of like, oh, so nice. It's not, not having that. But I know all the businesses need them. So all all, all good. But um, it is maybe a bit strange. 
maybe it's because we live here so we're used to to like the mood in Dublin I don't yeah, know maybe the ghosts are used to us yeah maybe they're like maybe. oh you live here now so you're, you're you know it's fine you're fine oh, it's you again you're just well, getting your teeth that's fine we'll test it when I come visit when I come back and visit we'll test it and see what happens yeah we'll find out if the ghosts have long memories they remember that's you that's a good point that's a good point yeah so does that mean that coppers is haunted I'm, oh I mean it is haunted I mean obviously it's- <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah it's haunted by plenty of things oh yeah dark history dark dark times so how do we talk about coppers copper face jacks it's this place where you might end up at whatever o'clock in the morning and you're probably young but you might not be sometimes things happen (laughs) i think i think most people have ended up there at a uh, not quite so young age kind of wondering why they're there and then enjoying themselves and then waking up the next morning and going Oh, I was at Coppers. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, you know, that's a haunted kind of situation. I mean, there's, you know, haunted by the hangover. You might get, you know, the whole, the whole thing. I've only actually been on like a work trip, but exactly. I was like, why did this happen? Why, why? But, but I mean, it, it's, it's got to be on, you know, that, that can't be a super, I mean, that, that building has, has to probably be 150 years old. So it's it's seen some things, uh, you know, recently it's seen some things. But, uh, and I think they are reopening relatively soon. I want to say on the 22nd of October when everything else just reopens. So I don't know, that's going to be, that's going to be interesting. Um, I will not be making my way down there on purpose, but, um, you know, again, fair Sometimes. Play. You end up there. Sometimes you end up there. I mean, it's a perfectly nice bar. There's nothing. It's just, you know, it has a certain reputation of being kind of a place for shenanigans and, you know. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Although others kind of just thinking about kind of that, that part of the city or more broadly that part of the city, because I've definitely heard that uh, the Lord Edward is haunted, uh, Bullen Castle. So, you know, we'll probably have a deeper dive into some of those on, on another Mm -hmm. episode, but Curious what, uh, if you guys have heard of others that are, and I think the Brazen Head too, I think we talked about a little bit, is meant to be haunted. I did have the tourist ask me for directions to it the other day, and you could tell he was so disappointed when I like responded with an equally North American accent. I was like, no, I moved. But I didn't go in. I was going to give him, you know, recommendations for better beer and everything, but I was like, whatever, it's, it's fine. He'll find out. Yeah, because we're going to do a part two of this episode. And I think then we can talk about in depth of all the like Dublin pubs that are yeah. spooky because I have heard quite a Carolyn and I did a dark history yeah. tour of Dublin and um, we heard quite a few ghost stories actually about pubs and and not pubs and some other like really yeah. interesting, probably not true, but great <laughs> stories. Um, so, yeah, we can kind of talk about that in, uh in episode two so we can really kind of dig into it and. We can talk about other pubs. Maybe I'll find a haunted pub in Clare and then I can really tie everything in. Yeah, <laughs> that would be really, really interesting. Yeah, cause, and, and I, I think, uh, the, you know, we all he- we hear about the other things outside of Dublin, like like your Loftus Halls and, and things like that. But it would be great to find just a little local somewhere that happens to have, you know, whatever it is, whether it's a white lady or, you know, like you were saying, being an ostler, like whatever, just kind of just a unique little story would be so interesting to hear what's... Uh, what's the local one well and and also friends um it's the time of year when the veil between the worlds is getting thinner and thinner and thinner up until of course october 31st when it is at its thinnest so if you want to see a ghost now is the time to go to a haunted pub 
haunted pub haunted <laughs> pub yeah and and you know hopefully hopefully in the next few uh weeks as we get up to the big day there will be more sort of spooky themed beers pumpkin beers will uh we'll certainly be agitating for that as we're uh waiting for them to come but i, I think uh, they're not quite here yet as we're recording but soon soon we are we are looking forward to that but uh think we're, we're getting to the end of this version and again we are going to have an episode two but ah, christina has news so i just have something rather um interesting that i found Please. when i was researching that is related and kind of like just so cool so i found a book um a book called beers and fears the haunted brewery <laughs> and um it's on kindle for free friends so if you want to oh. check it out um yeah kind it's beers and fears the haunted brewery and it's like four different spooky stories that take place in um in a in breweries and it's not um it's not it, it's fiction i think I th- i'm pretty sure it's fiction but what a cool kind of thing and yeah it's free um well free on kindle unlimited and it's like um like a year, two euros to, to nice. buy it so it might it might just be just a little bit of fun for for spooky season Absolutely. um so I'm definitely going to be reading that perhaps on my plane ride back to the U.S. um to visit my family soon but I just was researching and that popped up and I thought wow that's very niche <laughs> I love that I, I have a book that I was trying to find for this recording called booze and brews so b-o-o-s and brews where it is a guidebook to haunted basically bed and breakfasts and inns around the United States. It's a, it's a very self-published kind of a book, uh, Mm. which is all fine. Um, And I could not find it. It is somewhere in my house. And I think probably our house poltergeist has taken it and we'll wait until they're done. Almost It will be be returned when I no longer need it, but that's, that's fine. That's part of the contract, right? It's just Mine does, mine does that too. But if I ask him nicely and I say, you really, really need this. Can you give it back? I turn it around. It'll like, just like appear on a, on a chair. I'm still mm-hmm. missing a hoodie from Three Weavers Brewery in San Diego. I have asked for it to come back. No, no luck yet. So it must really love that hoodie. It was a great hoodie. And obviously I can't get a new one because that's a long way away, but uh, I will keep trying. I will keep trying. So yes, ask your, ask your household ghosts for, you know, things to be returned. But I think on that note, we will wrap up for now. And we are going to come back, like we said, with a round two on this one, because there's so much more we can talk about. And we get very excited about this. And I know a lot of other local podcasts are going to be doing really cool things this time of year. So looking forward to that as well. But on that note, I would say again, thank you so much. Continue to like, subscribe, share all of the things. Like us on all the socials at Beer Ladies Pod or at Beer Ladies Podcast. And with that, we will all say a spooky goodbye and see you again next week thank you everyone hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 